This is The Big Show with Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big show here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Hopefully we got some of our issues figured out. Uh, up here in Logan, Murdoch, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Cadillac. Come on by and see us. 1955 North Main Street uh, right up here in Logan. Of course, it is Football Friday. That means Coach Mack and Alema Harrington. Uh, they're back at the Zone Studios today having high school duties, of course. Thanks to Lloyd Cole for holding things down there for an hour. Coach, Alema, uh, are, are we communicating? Can you hear me? Yeah. Uh, are we on the same page? Jake, it's good, good, Hello. good to have you, guys you with, with us. Yeah. yeah, Jake. Jake. <laughs> hey, where's, hey, where's Gordon? Lloyd, Lloyd uh, held it down. <laughs> he was, did a he good was job holding and, down the fort back here, so so we understand. And I heard your your we got a little bit of a delay issue, but we we wish we could be in Logan. Yeah, I'm always excited for this game, and uh, Coach and I were talking about it in the break. And for for BYU fans out there, you know, an opportunity to play another in-state game. And I love this. You know what? You know why I love this game so much, Coach. Or I love any in-state game where you play. Away okay, from home. talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> because it reminds me of being in high school when you jump on a bus and you drive to a different city. Right. Right. So you and you, now, granted, you're going to stay in the hotel, which you didn't do in high school. But but you're going to jump on a bus. You're going to drive to another city, and you're going to play at their place, and then you're going to jump on a bus and you're going to drive back home. Right. And it feels like you know. It has the that that nostalgia that's yeah. built into it, like it's it's a high school game, and you yeah. you feel kind of, you know, it's kind of a throwback. I like it. I like it. Well, it's going to be a, the atmosphere up there will be really good because yeah. they the fans up at Utah State really get into the in-state yeah. games particularly, so they'll they'll be it'll be a, a it'll be a, a really fun atmosphere, and and they they've moved the the uh, BYU uh, bench yeah. over over to the side of the Utah State. Uh, uh, the Utah State uh, students. Students. Yeah. When did they do that, Coach? Just just today. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, they're looking now, to get now after already. Them. That the way that stadium is built, it is kind of like the old Rice Rice Stadium. Yeah. Where the fans were right on top. Well, of Yeah, you, they're right there. Right. So, so so they're so they're you know traditionally Utah State's bench has right. been next to their next to their their fans uh, their the, student the student, section. student section. So they've moved. So now BYU's uh, on the. Yeah, that's crafty. crafty. That's crafty. Coach. It's crafty. <laughs> you know, you know, so these Aggies, they're crafty, man. And you know what else they're doing? They're heating up the locker room and put it <laughs> so it's up to you know. So as you walk in there, you know, it's a, it's a, it's at ninety six degrees. Yeah. So you walk in there, so everybody's sweating. Everybody's sweating. You know, in, in the old days, you could hear through the locker yeah. room. You know, so they used to. 
They used to put a guy, a Utah State guy, by the door so they hear what adjustments you're making at <laughs> halftime. And, and they say, send a guy by the door, and then they go report to the yeah. to the coach, okay, this is what they're talking about. These are the changes they're making. This is what they're doing at halftime. And Man. I didn't know that till later when yeah. the guy told me, he says, yeah, we always have a guy sitting by the door. I'm this, not going to call them cheaters, coach, but that's crafty. It's crafty. That's crafty. That's crafty. It's, yeah. It's, 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 yeah, crafty. Yeah. I remember there, there was a time when, when they had done some studies and they found out that pink, you know, walls in a locker room will make the other team docile. Yeah, well, so yeah. Well, started people, people started, yeah, well, they started I, painting well, Colorado, the, Colorado, the visitor's locker room. Colorado, Colorado State did that and and also uh, uh, Iowa did yeah. that. So we're going in to play Iowa <laughs> and, 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 and Wisconsin, right? They walk in there, it's all pink, you know. And, <laughs> And everything is nice, a lot yeah. of roses, a lot of stuff. And I said, what is this? And then when Earl Bruce was the head coach at Colorado State, right, the yeah. old Ohio, he painted that whole locker room, you know. That's crafty. And, and, then he, and then he had a picture of all the officials, you know, sitting on the door, the yeah. officials, and then it, it said, I know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, and so I said to the officials, I said, "Well, Earl Bruce knows yeah. who you guys are." <laughs> uh, Coach, is this is this a rivalry game? Would you consider this a rivalry game? Well, it is for Utah State for sure. Yeah. Now, but don't both teams have to consider the rivalry game? Yeah, to they be a do. But game? I, but I, I, for Utah State, absolutely. Yeah. Because they're always, you know, they want to, you know, they want to play the big brothers. Yeah, they want to prove themselves. They want to prove themselves. And and these are games, like this game for Utah State is a lot more important than it is for BYU. Mm -hmm. So, you know, from a psychological standpoint, just like this year when Utah played BYU down there, the game was a lot more important to BYU than it was to Utah, obviously. Yeah. Because Utah didn't show up and BYU did. Yeah. And so obviously with this game, the the paradox has changed, so now it's Utah State has all of the emotional factors, mm-hmm. and BYU is just going in to play a game. Now I I don't know how they've approached it, you know, from from a BYU standpoint and Utah State, but Utah State has everything to gain. Yeah, and BYU just has to get another win. Well, they want to keep on this this streak that they're on, exactly. You know, and and um, you know, I've talked to to you know my guys down at BYU, and it's it's that one game at a time, and and you've been part of teams like this, coach, where you string together some wins, but now it like every game gets has that much more pressure on it Absolutely. if you allow it. Now, give Corner Canyon credit because they have won forty seven in a row, and. And, and I talk to Coach Kerr on a pretty regular basis when we're doing games with them, and we're doing their game next Thursday against Lone Peak, which could right. be for the state record right. in the streak, right? Duchesne had that record, I think, in 40, yeah. 48. So if they win this week, Corner Canyon, they'll be at 48. They'll be going for 49. I think I'm right on those numbers. But it's hard to maintain that kind of streak without yeah. it getting into players' heads, yeah. whether they get – you know, a little full of themselves, or they get tight, yeah. right? They get get a little anxious about it. Well, you know, uh, obviously, Corner Canyon has done a fine job of 
of just stabilizing everything they do. Yeah. You know, and and they got a great system for what they're doing, and the kids all believe in the system, and and they've done a good job of, of developing their players throughout the system. And they have a good little league program. They have, yeah. you know, a lot of positive things. And then CARE has a really good system, you know. Uh, the, the coach up at Utah State has, has done a really good job of, of – they brought a lot of guys out of the portal. But, yeah. the, but the key thing is he brought three or four players from – They were his, his guys. They were his guys. And therefore, those guys become – the important part of the locker room because they're they're the they're extension of the coach, they're, right? Yeah, they're extension of the coach, and they and they set uh, they set a uh, a way that we that we play yeah. when, in the locker room. So so those four or five guys are really important, including the quarterback who seems to be a really good leader. Yeah, you know, I mean, I like that guy because he's a pressure guy, and he's one of those guys that delivers the goods. You know, and um, so, so we'll see. You know, I think BYU is the is the better team, I, and I would guess maybe ten to fourteen points better mm-hmm. if they just play their game. And I think BYU is very sound in their approach, and you know exactly what they're going to do in, in the back end. You know, you know how they're going to play, and they're going to keep everything in front of themselves. They're not going to give up any big plays, and if you're going to beat BYU, you're going to have to earn it. They're not going to give you. They're not going to give you something easy. Yeah, I got, I got to tell you, unless you're a kid from Logan right now or you transferred in from Utah State, if you're at BYU, I don't think you consider this a rivalry game. It's a big game. It's an in-state game. But, you know, and I, I'm eating my words a little bit because there were nine you know, years or ten years, nine games and losses against the University of Utah where you looked at this game as like, oh, yeah, this is the real rivalry because you're looking for reasons to, you know, to prop up this game and make it sound like, okay, we've got another rivalry game coming up. But And I said this on TV somewhat in jest and just to make Riley Jensen mad, but (laughs) for BYU – now that you, now that you're beating Utah again, oh my right? God! Hey, now, we got one. We the, got the, one. Let's not that, get. Let's not get things are, are back not. to normal, and you're beating the Utes again. This this Utah State game is it's just a it's just it's a nice game, you know. It, it's and it's a game that that you hey. want to win, but it's not a rivalry, coach. Okay, let's let's <laughs> let's let's. Let's put the shoe on the other foot for a second. They forgot about those other nine, didn't they, Coach? Yeah, well, real quick. Hey, I, I tell you what. I tell you what. I mean, I mean, I walk into a supermarket the other day, and everybody has a BYU shirt on. And, and not those ones with the small letters, but those ones yeah. across the chest. Look, the BYU looks like. Heck, they're wearing Pac-12 and, South shirts now with BYU oh, yeah, logos. Yeah, Pac-12. Hey, Pac-12, yeah, pac Pac-12 when, when, South we're, 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 we're leading the Pac-12 South. Yeah, and and everybody at, at church on Sunday is yeah. alive and happy, you know, and and uh, so yeah, so everything is going <laughs> good for the B, for the BYU at this point. <laughs> now, let's say the BYU gets uh, spanked by the by the Utah State Aggies, right? Well, then the BYU letters <laughs> in the, in the, in the will be a little smaller, and then. You know, I'll walk in and say, what happened to you guys against Utah State? And the guy said, ah, we didn't need to beat them. <laughs> and they won't be at church, right, Coach? <laughs> they won't. Be, no, they won't show up to church on Sunday. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be the, the. Uh, They'll be on Zoom. 
I'm going to be on Zoom today. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then the counter, the guy who counts, he'll yeah. be up at the neighbor's house and say, hey, why weren't you in church? You know? <laughs> we had, our counter was a guy named Bill Earl, right? Yeah. So, so I would squeal to Bill Earl. I'd say, hey, where's Jim Pack? I didn't see him the other day. <laughs> You know, or, or so and so. I said, "Hey, that guy, you're supposed to be in church right now." And, he, and I said, "Why aren't you in church?" I said, "I'm going to tell the counter." You know, <laughs> so I drop a dime on those guys if they weren't where they're supposed to be. Well, that being said, I'm I'm looking forward to the game, and I love that the, you know this to me. There's a couple of things that that start to fall into you know traditional football in the state of Utah, October conference. So you play on Friday instead of Saturday, and you're playing Utah State. Yeah. And and we did that for years and years and years. Right. It was part of the scheduling, of course, Utah at the end of the season. Right. So I love having the, the Aggies on a, a conference weekend. Yeah. It feels like, okay, this is tradition. So, yeah, and I think, I think, I think all three teams – should play each other, you know. Yeah. BYU, Utah, U- Utah, Utah State, uh, the, the, you know, because it's it's good for the game and it's good for the state. It is. But now Utah's not going to play BYU for a couple of years. Yeah. They're so gonna, they're look gonna, at us. We just hang on to that win. Yeah. So they're going <laughs> like, to take Florida and, and like an Olympic gold so, medal. Man, else, we're going to be no. parading around town with that win. And so now BYU's going into the <laughs> Big Big Twelve. Yeah. We say well. And maybe down the line, BYU will be the top dog. And I said, well, we're going to take somebody else like Georgia or somebody over. We have chess Over playing play. Utah. We don't need you, Utah. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to take. That's a little payback, yeah. man. That's a little payback. It might be necessary. <laughs> so, yeah, it'll be a. Hey, but just, you know, frankly, you, you need to play those games. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't like, you know, I'd like to see, of course, I wish BYU was in the same conference as Utah because then it makes the game and play it at yeah, the end of the all year. All the great games in the yeah. whack in the so, Mountain West. So if you got those two, those if two you teams. had UCLA, USC, Arizona, Arizona State, um, BYU, and Utah that last weekend, yeah. I mean you got you got some great traditional things and all yeah. the, all those games are played the last week and then you know. Everybody comes alive, What's you know, that? the fan bases, everybody. That's all you um, talk about. And, I've certainly and, talked about yeah, it a couple of times. That's kind of what, what college football is about, you know. I mean, I mean, I love that the uh, Arizona-Arizona State rivalry because there was so much dis, dis, dislike, you know, between the two, between the fan bases. And obviously uh, the BYU-Utah thing was uh, was huge because – they treated us like we were their step guy, <laughs> stepchild, you know. Hey, we're gonna stomp on these guys, and then once you start stomping back, yeah. then, then then Ronnie Mack showed up and things changed. <laughs> yeah, then everybody gets mad at you because you because <laughs> you beat the BYU or whatever. <laughs> and and um, and I tell you what, Utah State. I mean, they, I, Gary put them in a good place. Yeah, he really did. I mean, I. I got to give him so much credit for what he did of, of stabilizing that program and make it make it, and then and then obviously uh, they carried on after that and had some really good seasons and and uh, but but Gary was the one that went up there and and 
and made it made it solid. But, yeah, he did. But they they forgot him real fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Blake's he he's got it. Coach Anderson's got that other coach Anderson's got yeah. it rolling up there right now. Yeah. Um, on the other side, guys, let's. Uh, what do you think? We take a look at the personnel. Um, there's a lot of questions surrounding Jaron Hall and if he's going to go or if he's not. I talked to his dad. Oh, so I, maybe we have some inside just, information. How's his yeah. dad doing? He's doing well. Good Tim dude. Good. That guy's a good guy. Yeah, Tim, you look good last night. So we'll talk about that. So we might have some inside information coming well, from hey, Levitt, whether hey, he's going to play I, I, or not. Hey, so we'll, <laughs> it's called a tease. We're Coach, this is what we're doing. Yes, yeah, we might have some. So, but Alema's got information that we need to know. <laughs> Coming but, up next. But uh, hanging out there in Logan at Murdoch GMC is my guy Jake Scott. Hanging out there with Ben Murdoch. Jake, what's going on? Uh, thank you very much, Lloyd. And boy, that was a, a good tease there, uh, Alema and Coach. And actually, uh, I have several uh, guests joining us now. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the Murdoch Family Foundation. And Tyson Murdoch actually is uh, jumping on with us. And uh, for, it's great to see you. How are great things? Great to see you, Jake. Hey, uh, certainly always excited when we get to hang out with you guys in uh, the Murdochs. But this is uh, this is special. This is this is really great. And let's let's start off talking about the golf tournament, and then we'll we'll get into our other guests here. Okay, awesome. So yeah, just um, we we just actually started our Murdoch Family Foundation. We've we've been fortunate to be in a lot of the communities here along the Wasatch Front, and couldn't couldn't uh, give back without the great loyal support of all of our our guests and. Um, Every year we have a, a customer appreciation golf tournament, and so uh, this year uh, we we partnered with Avenues of Hope, and uh, wanted to. Um, every year we we try to give back to a cause that kind of hits close to home, and and uh, you know mental health is sort of a focus of our our family foundation, and uh, that ties in uh, nicely with Avenues of Hope, and uh, so we we do some fun competitions where, you know, people can bet on their shot, and then. <laughs> they double right. their money if they make it, and they they lose it all. And we we give all that money to to charity when when they um you know when they fail. So, <laughs> well, uh, joining us now from Avenues of Hope, we have uh, Lisa Mitchell with us. Uh, Lisa, thanks for jumping on. We appreciate it. Thank you. And uh, Randy Anderson is uh, is with us as well. How's it going, Randy? Thanks for being on with us. Great. Thanks for having us. All right, uh, Lisa, why don't you uh, start us off? Talk a little bit about uh, what you guys do and uh, and try to help the community. Perfect. Thank you so much uh, for having us here today. Avenues of Hope would really just like to thank Murdoch Auto Group for their kindness and generous donation to us today. Um, it will help further our cause as Avenues of Hope. Um, we try to help in the emotional and mental wellness area with our result and result that we want and that we all want is to help prevent suicide. We truly believe that through connecting and building a community of belonging and hope it will help people who are struggling in their journey and that we can help in the early stages so that they have somebody to turn to and talk to and we really believe that that is the key to help prevent suicide what a wonderful cause and uh with young people and and randy and and you know the world uh, last time I checked, the world is a little bit more complex these days and uh, and a lot of worries on a lot of folks and the young people especially. I mean, uh, this is important work. Yes, it is. And it's, uh, uh, it's something that affects more people than we know. Uh, once I've gotten involved with the group, uh, Lisa asked me to come on and, and be part of the board. And uh, it's amazing the people you talk to 
and as soon as you mention what you're doing, they, they either know somebody that's in trouble or needs help or they've experienced a suicide themselves and the family members. Um, and it is out there more than we think. Uh, right. The nice thing is it's not got the stigma to it that it used to have of being a taboo of suicide. Um, we realize that there's a great need to reach out to the community, have a sense of belonging, uh, somewhere to turn to to learn more about prevention, mental health, um, and other avenues to help these people have something to lean on and get them through maybe a darker time um, and help them learn strategies to where, you know, hopefully down the road they, they just won't have those thoughts anymore. And uh, we want all of these services to be free, um, and we couldn't do this without, you know, the very generous donations of the Murdoch Auto family um, and their, you know, and others that have donated also. Uh, but it is much appreciated, and uh, we look forward to working on the good cause with it. Yeah, and, and Tyson, talk about that uh, a little bit. You said uh, mental health is something that your family is, is passionate about, and I can't imagine a, a better uh, cause to help raise resources for. Yeah, uh, Randy Randy mentioned that, um, you know, maybe talking about suicide or mental health issues or anxiety or any or those those kinds of things, that used to be pretty taboo to talk about those kinds of things. But it's, it's becoming a lot more mainstream. Uh, people are becoming way more open with, um, you know, what they're feeling. And, 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 uh, I, I've, I've been talking to a, a friend of mine lately and, and he's, he's, uh, brought up the statistic that there, there's a handful to a couple handful of kids at every single school that, that don't go to school every day because they're afraid of, uh, a bully or something that's going to be said about them about what they wear or how they look or something like that at school. And so, um, I, I think that's where mental health issues start and suicidal ideation start is, is just, kids not thinking right and and uh not not having somewhere to turn when um you know when they face these kinds of things at at, at their schools and in our communities and so we've got to be more open about talking about those kinds of things bringing those things up and uh, getting in front of them and like lisa said uh prevention is the key yeah and, and lisa i would imagine a lot of young people out there feel kind of that loneliness and that they don't have you know somewhere to turn and it's important to to not only have that but be able to to lend assistance yeah that's so true they we all um, have times in our life where we just feel so lonely and we don't think that we have anyone to turn to and it is so important that we have these conversations and talk at a very young age about suicide and how we can grow and help our community and stop the stigma and have it be more of a normalized conversation and just gosh we just really just need to lean on each other and love each other well this is great and uh thank you guys for doing what uh what it is you do i think it's amazing and uh we're happy to have you on the show and get the word out a little bit about uh, about all the good you guys are doing so thank you very much i expect to see both of you try to wing that football right through that <laughs> thing how's your, how's right. your randy how's your arm it looks uh, like, right through the window right. probably. <laughs> <laughs> well well thank you guys very much and uh thanks for all all you do we thank you Tyson. Yep. thank you and i think that i think that's awesome Thanks, Jake. Congratulations. You up today. Yeah, you bet. All right, more of Football Friday coming up next. Stay tuned, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.
1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It's a football Friday sitting here with Coach Ron McBride and Alema Harrington. Uh, Jake Scott hanging out there in uh, a, 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 hanging out down there in Logan at Murdoch GMC, nineteen fifty five South Main Street. Uh, they got free tacos down there, and don't forget they're giving away some BYU Utah State tickets, or should I say Utah State BYU Good tickets? Seats. They're in Logan. Good they're seats. in Logan. Good yeah. seats, like that. It's sold out. Yeah, like they're these are hard to come by. I mean, Scotty was t- was telling me earlier that uh that he had, he knew somebody that sold. Some tickets for like twelve hundred dollars. What? What? Yes. To this yes. game? To this game? A uh, BYU fan bought them from a Utah State. No, yes. First of all, BYU people are cheap. Lavelle, <laughs> <laughs> Lavelle Lavel used to say they come to a game with a quarter and go home with thirty-five cents. <laughs> <laughs> but guess what? You can get tickets for free if you stop by and see Jake. So there you go. Yeah. Save you thir- thir- turn around save, and sell them. Save you and sell them. Yeah. Twelve hundred dollars. Save you thirteen hundred. Right. But, yeah, you know, so say, hey, all your friends are going to come out to Las Vegas when you play so-and-so. Yeah, they'll come with 35 cents and go home with 45 cents. <laughs> but stop. So, so they ain't gay. He said, they're not gambling. Right. But stop there, see Jake. Uh, have a chance to get those tickets uh, and free tacos, of course. But before we went to break, Alema, you had a, a tease that you had insider well, information. So yeah, on... we did the the Tim Few Orem game, right? And that's a big rivalry game. And Tim Few has lost to Orem, uh, I think, the last four times they played, and they lost to him in the playoffs in the championship right. last year. Um, emotional game, especially for Tim Few. Orem was without Tua Tangaloa, their starting quarterback. He was out because of concussion protocol. And that Thursday game is always hard for high school to get guys cleared. Right. Yeah. And Jeff Lewis, who is the son of um, Chad Lewis Chad is Lewis. their right tackle, and he was out too. So they were missing some key components. Lance Reynolds, the third, right? This is Lance Reynolds Jr.'s son. Lance Reynolds Jr. is the offense coordinator. Lance Reynolds, the coach, was my coach at BYU, my running backs coach. He was a great offensive lineman for the Cougars and played in the NFL. But he came in as their starting quarterback for Orem, and uh, he looked really nice. Um, and, you know, but in the end, Timview was the better team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think they're a really good team this year, especially their offensive line. Uh, is And they got three running backs that all can carry the ball real nice for, for Timview. But anyway, Kalen uh, Hall is one of the coaches there at Timview, so I got a chance to just chat with him. And I think people are aware of Jaron Hall and the injury, right? That it wasn't just that Arizona State game that that where, where right. it happened. Right. It was, you know, previously in the Arizona game at Allegiant Stadium that they won, that it, it, he had injured the ribs and then aggravated the ribs in in other games. Mm-hmm. And that that game, I mean, you rewatch the 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 replay on the injury where that three hundred pounder comes down on top of him mm-hmm. and he's got the ball underneath him. Um, you know that that's that's tough to to get through. So he he's missed a, a game now. There's a, a strong possibility that they will continue to hold him oh, out. Really? Okay. For this upcoming game, and part of that is Baylor Romney is 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 a fantastic you know uh, backup quarterback. We we saw that in the game against. Uh, 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 Florida, Southern uh, South Florida. Yeah, yeah. Granted, I mean that's not a great defense, but to go you know twenty of twenty five for sure. three hundred and five yards, you know, any, any quarterback they they can do that. Yeah. 
and be poised under pressure. He's got probably as much experience coming into this season as Jaron Hall did, right? And mm-hmm. that's why I think the battle came down to those two. Jaron can do some things differently where he can run the ball. Maybe Baylor throws a better deep ball. Okay. Uh, but you have nice options. So I think this is this this is what I took from the conversation with his dad was that they, they will hold him out as long as they can so he can get completely healthy with the right. rib injury. So who, who do they have after uh... – after Utah State, you know. After so, coming up, up if I'm not mistaken, there's a Boise State coming Boise, up next. Yep, Boise State next yeah. week. So, so at Boise or at at BYU? At BYU. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that that if they believe that they can beat Utah State without, you know, without Hall and 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 um, and believe in Romney, I think they're probably making a good decision. Yeah. Keep this kid. This kid pretty healthy. I think they believe, Coach, that they can beat anybody on their schedule with either one of those guys. Okay. And again, they do some things differently. Uh, Romney might throw the better deep ball, but um, Hall can run better. Well, you have you're, more yeah, advantages with that. You kind of got to yeah. give give um, uh, the coordinator at, at BYU a lot, A-Rod. Of, A-Rod, yeah. a lot of credit for developing uh, because it really, the Hall kid wasn't a developed quarterback when he went to BYU. Coming out of Pleasant Grove, yeah, coming, coming out of high school, yeah, coming yeah, out he high was school. he was he was a good quarterback. Yeah, but but I think that we all questioned. I wonder if he'll play quarterback at BYU, exactly. or will they move him to a different and, position? And so actually, he was probably more noted for baseball than he yeah. was football. In other words, they say, hey, this kid has a pro career in baseball. Yeah. Because remember, right? He's a left-handed hitter, right? Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. And the kid can run, which makes him a real, you know, in baseball. That's a yeah. that's a kid can run, a kid hit, you know. He can play play center field, you know. He can do all these things. And he had all, you know, and he started as a true freshman for their baseball team. Yeah. But then, but when you watch him in practice, the kid looks like a real quarterback, mm-hmm. you know. And plus, he had the ability to run too. He so he gives you some some additional weapons, which he proved in the Utah game because the guy made made plays with his feet and uh, and did things that that uh, Utah couldn't cope with. Yeah, and uh, so he's a, he's a really good player, and now the Romney kid's a good player. So you got to the system is is fitting the quarterback. Or the quarterbacks fitting the system. I mean, but but Roderick has been really smart and how he's done things, and I think that they've again got a good got good offensive line, and then and of course I love the running back. Both the running backs, yeah. you know, I think are very Algiers good. And yeah, and they get good receivers, so they got a pretty complete package. You know, at this at this point. Yeah, my concern for BYU after watching the, the the game last weekend was the number of injuries you sustained on the defensive side of the ball. Well, yeah, you start you start losing key players and in, in key situations. I think they they're I think they're a little short at linebacker, mm-hmm. right? Is that and they so and you know they're of course everybody's the same way. They say, well, next man up, you know. Well, next man up, maybe he's not the same quality as the guy they just lost. This is a deep team, 
You know, the BYU has, a, I think, a deep team this year, but they're going really deep right now in their, their depth charts yeah. to, to field uh, that defensive side of the ball, ball especially. Yeah. So, so, so if you have, um, let's say you lose a, a, a linebacker that's really a good drop guy and a good read guy and, and understands the defense completely, then you got a guy that hasn't had as many reps and maybe he blows a coverage or he makes a mistake because he just doesn't have the experience. Or if you're watching the film and you discover that a weakness that you can attack where you can get a mismatch because of an injury, then it gives a little bit of advantage to the, to the other team. Well, what do you say on the other side? We uh, we get some final predictions. I already know which way you're going to go, Lemma. <laughs> so I don't even know if I have to ask well, you. But we'll get Coach Max yeah. anyways. Well, maybe. I'm not saying hey, until. This is how you tease it. Coming up, some predictions. <laughs> a Lemma's prediction might surprise you. Stick around. <laughs> no, because no. it's not going to surprise anybody. Well, no, that, no. That, doesn't, you're, matter. You're, that hey, doesn't matter. That part doesn't matter. It does. No. It does, because you're a BYU. It does matter, because we know what you're, you're going to say. Hey, Everybody listening on the radio knows this. <laughs> hey, you're a BYU homer. <laughs> you're like, hey, hey, media people are supposed to be unbiased. Yeah. Not when it comes to BYU. ones that it maybe played for yeah. him. I guess we get a little bit of a pass. And let's say... Of course, Hans is unbiased. Yeah, no. You know? Hans, Hans has a zero loyalty to the Cougars. Zero. Well. Uh, Hans is anti-BYU. No, he's not. Yes, he is. <laughs> yes, he is, Coach. You're just going to run him yeah. right over. You know he's traveling on I-15 right now. I heading, know. He's, heading he's over to the BYU pregame show at JCW's. And I understand that he's got his reasons. But, you know, sometimes you just you, know, you stay true to the BYU. Maybe he needs some sugar on the freeway. <laughs> get him a pie. We'll get, get him a pie. Get him a strawberry pie. We'll get Coach Mack are, are in you, the are, are you all right? I need some sugar. <laughs> I, my triglycerides are a little bit low. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what are you? Are you all right? I need some sugar. I need a strawberry pie. You're mocking me. He's See? not going to be happy about this. And then, hey, what about... What about when he stood you up on the golf round? Oh, we're not going to bring up the BOGO. Let's not do the BOGO, Coach. Okay. On the other side, we're going to get predictions from Coach Mack, Alema. We'll check in with Jake Scott down at uh, Murdoch GMC, 1955 South Main Street in Logan, where they're giving away Utah State BYU tickets. It's all next here on the Zone Sports Network. It's the Big Show. It's a football Friday on the Big Show here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network here with Coach Ron McBride and Alema Harrington. Final predictions, Utah State, BYU. Coach, I'm going to start with you because I already okay. know what Alema is. Yeah, okay. Well, I, I'm i going to select BYU in this game. Yeah. I, I just think BYU is the better team. Uh, but I do think it's going to be a close score. And the emotional side goes to Utah State. So I think Utah State comes out and, and uh, really – and if, let's say, uh, BYU turns the ball over a couple of times or gives, or gives uh, uh, Utah State energy to, to, go, to keep going forward, uh, then I think that, that it could be a closer score than it be. But I, I do believe that BYU is a better team. 
and I do believe that they're mentally in, in a good place to play. I mean, it, they they uh, they understand what's going on, and uh, I think the, that uh, they'll turn their boys loose, and and I I think that uh, BYU will win the game. That's all we have time for. Let's go to- <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I'm you a- said you wanted to be out before four. <laughs> well, go ahead. I'll <laughs> say this. I like Utah State. They did not look good against Boise State on national television. That's always a tough thing. A lot to of red zone from, issues. Right? So for them, you know, you gain yards, but you can't punch it in. For BYU, um, I agree with Coach. I think they're the, the superior team. Um, and if they play that way, they, they will win this game. And the over-under, as I was listening to Scotty and Hans talking about it, it said over-under 60. They both took over. I, I would disagree with that. I think that BYU uh, might score somewhere you know, close to 35, but they'll hold Utah State to 14. I, so I, if I do the math on that, I think that's still under 60. So I'm going to take the under on 50, this. 50-50. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I, because <laughs> – First of all, BYU is not going to give up a lot of points because of how they play defense. Yeah. I mean, you got to earn your way down the field. They're not going to give you anything over the top. So if you're going to move the ball on them consistently, you're going to have to do it in chunk plays. You're not going to get a, a home run off them. So, so you'd have to be, you know, chunk, 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 yeah. and not make a mistake. Because BYU, they just play that, you know, Kind of vanilla, yeah. You know, keep everything in front of you. Everything in front, and and it's been very successful for them. And they know that they do a good job with their under coverage guys, and 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 yeah, you you can move the ball against them, but when you make a mistake and you get yourself into a long yardage situation, you know, so it's very difficult for especially for teams that are a little bit impatient, you know, because they. They don't have the patience to play that game, yeah. and then they want to. They say, "Oh, yeah, we got the deep route over here." And yeah, you don't have it because they're not going to. They're not going to give you the deep route. Well, we'll find out at seven if it's still the year of the Cougar. Well, it, won't we? Hey, thanks for uh, let me pilot for a sec. <laughs> hey, who said that? The year of the Cougar. This is the year of the Cougar. Hey, we'll find so, out. Well, so what happens if next week we go in here and they have a flat tire? No, no, it's still the say, year of the Cougar. And they will say, is it? And they have some kind of a trophy thing in this game, right? That's right, the wagon wheel. The wagon wheel. So if the wagon wheel goes back to Utah State. Not going to happen. Oh. <laughs> And then all of a sudden, the BYU people, everybody's in hiding. Well, Coach Alema, thank you guys for letting me pilot this thing for a little bit, hanging out with you guys. Uh, We got Jake Scott hanging down at Murdoch GMC 1955 South Main Street in Logan. Free tacos. Also giving away some Utah State BYU tickets. Jake, what's happening? What's going on, guys? Thank you very much. Appreciate it, Lloyd, uh, Coach, and Alema, of course. Uh, ben Murdoch uh, jumping on with me once again as we're up here, as Lloyd mentioned, at uh, Murdoch Chevrolet Buick GMC uh, up in Logan. Come by and join us. And in fact, uh, Ben, we just had Scott come by and throw the football through the, the football toss. And uh, I got to say, uh, Scott, he had a good arm. Uh, you know, he was 0 for 3, I think, but we. You were nice. You gave him the tickets. We he, gave him the tickets. He in there. He's a good game. customer. Bought his last two vehicles from here, so we, hey. we, we had to give him the tickets. Dude, so so Scott was the perfect guy to get the tickets. Absolutely. All right. I'm, I'm good with that. He, 
He had a good motion, though. His throwing motion was oh, good, yeah. good arm. And he's a know. lefty, which, which is always near and dear to my heart. But, but get this, and let me set the scene here because right after Scott threw that, you know, uh, Ben's coming over here, getting ready to throw on the headset, casually turns around and just threads the dirt needle right through it. Man, that's what? You, uh, you're a basketball guy, but you go quarterbacking too or something? Uh, just, it was just a lucky throw. No, I don't that's believe it. it. Not just for a, a second. lucky throw. Or you're just up here all day, you know, just threading the needle. <laughs> that's like, that's well, what I do for work. Well, everybody's working for a living. You're over there like, all right. Practicing. <laughs> tossing the football through the net here. <laughs> that's awesome. When, and, hey, uh, that was a lot of fun uh, talking about your family foundation in the last segment. Uh, I know Tyson jumped on for that one, but yeah. congratulations. You guys are, Thank you. are doing a lot of good. That's, uh, that's amazing. So I've got to ask you about the um, new electric Hummer. Yeah. That's a thing? That's a thing. Yeah, they, they uh, introduced it about a year ago. Wow. And there's a reservation system for the Hummer truck, um, all electric, 1,000 horsepower in that thing, or a Hummer SUV. Um, there's, there's two of them. The first model should be coming out here in the next three or four months for those that reserve them first. Um, but, uh, yeah, all electric, super powerful, can go anywhere, can crab walk where all four wheels turn. Wow. Um, yeah, super amazing. So get on the list to reserve one at gmc.com. Um, and then also you got the brand-new ZR2 Chevrolet Silverado coming out. Okay. Um, that will be all new, and then they're introducing the new Sierra in about three weeks online. And so a lot of great new product coming out. Unfortunately, we don't have much on the lot right, right. now. Uh, but these, these reservation systems is the best way to get a new vehicle right now. Yeah, because, I mean, it's a, it's a strange world we're living in, obviously. And, uh, you know, the, the car industry has gone through some changes. And this, this reservation system, I know you guys are really excited about it. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it, you know, it, it, it helps the consumers um, and both, both, both of us to kind of streamline the process a little bit. So you can do it online. Come into the dealership, too. We can place that order for you as well. Um, but yeah, it makes the, the process a little bit more streamlined and, and we'll make sure that you get exactly what you want when you're, when you're ordering it or placing that reservation. It's like Amazon, uh, Amazoning a Hummer. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's pretty rad. Sign me up for that. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a sweet vehicle. Plus I think it's a requirement in Logan that you have to have some sort of like Hummer, Silverado, you know, I saw a particularly burly GMC down there. I think, yeah. you, don't you have to have a car or a truck like that to, to, isn't it like required by law? Well, as long as you have a Cadillac, Buick, GMC, or Chevrolet, or a Volkswagen or Hyundai in cash value. That's oh, all yeah, that matters, well, right? You, you, know? guys are all, uh, you guys are all over it. <laughs> I, 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 t- I tell your brother this all the time when we were down at the, the Linden location. Uh, like, I loved my Hyundai, man. I yeah. had my Hyundai forever. And I think I put, like, 230,000 miles on it wow. or something like that and hardly had a problem. Yeah. Like, they're sweet cars. Hyundai is such a great product. And the technology in the cars these days, the self-drive systems that they have, the uh, digital cockpits, um, all those things. Hyundai has it all, too. I mean, yeah. it's a great product. They're all over it. Yeah. yeah. Well, you guys are the best. Uh, thank you uh, for having us up, and we'll catch up with you a little later on down the show. All right. Appreciate it, guys. All Thanks. All right. That's our, our buddy Ben Murdoch. Uh, we'll have more coming up next. Stay tuned. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.